Voices of the Streets, bringing you people's struggles, a podcast published by the Alternative Information and Development Centre. Episode 7, Struggle in the City of Cape Town, Part 2. It's very important for our people here, because as you can see how many people is here, we all stand together because we all desperate for those jobs. This episode is the second part of the series focusing on the march organised by SAMU on the 1st of February 2020. The march was organised in protest against the job creation and employment practices of the city of Cape Town. This time we hear from the people on the ground about how the specific job creation programmes run by the government affect them. They tell us why they are problematic and what needs to be done about them. Most of the people interviewed are employed in the Expanded Public Works Programme, the EPWP, or have been in the past. The EPWP is a government program aimed at addressing South Africa's high unemployment figures. It is supposed to provide temporary jobs and training for its employees so they can go and get permanent jobs. But in reality, as we will hear, this is not what happens. Workers are forced to continuously take these temporary jobs which pay 120 rand a day because there are no other options. They are stuck in this situation. Here are their stories. I'm still, I only started last year, November, as an EPWP worker, and I've been trying since 2016 to get into the city of Cape Town already, since I matriculated. And I have, like, the necessary qualifications as well, but yet I'm still struggling. Um, I've been working here for the city, EPW, since 2017. And uh, since 2017, all right, I've been in an accident, so I had to stand down. But I started now, last year, November. Again for EPWP, and uh, since last year November, I never been paid. I'm Stephanie Quickpool. I'm marching here today because I've been an EPWP for 10 years. I've been sweeping streets, cleaning drains. I work as an access controller, and I've been doing this for, EP for 10 years. I'm tired now. And we do EPWP because we need the money. We need to feed our kids. You can't go to the neighbor for help and ask for handouts every time. You can't do that. So you also need to do something. So we try, we do EPWP just to provide that piece of bread. I'm working for the city now. I was permanent under city. They dismiss me. And the thing is this. I'm working from the time contracts. I'm working over ideas contracts for the city. I learn people. And people get uh, a permanent and I don't get permanent. You know what I mean? And every time there's a contract, they phone me, I must do the contract. PW get 120 in a day, which I get more money than with the other contracts. You know what I mean? Now they want to bring my wages down and if I don't take it, I don't get a job. I'm working now for them now four months and this is not the first time for, for EPW. I mean, I'm the only breadwinner. I'm 49 years old. They pay us 120 rand, you know, we, how, how do we work in the street? And you know how long did I waited for this contract? Five years. 
it ended up being 13 years for that matter. Since then, on and off, on and off, on and off, agent, agent, whoever gets a tender, I get appointed to there. But then, then again, they still don't give the strong people a permanent job. As we heard, these people are forced to take EPWP jobs. They move from one short-term contract to the next. Some of them have been doing this for more than 10 years. But this insecure existence is not the only problem these workers face. Next, we hear some of the other issues they have with the EPWP. They're recruiting um, five, five EPW people um, for one position. Like, say, for instance, there's a permanent position out of this, a permanent worker that went out of the city, he leave his job. They will phone you five people to fill that one position. So that one position is never filled. Like for our guy who work in the street, sweep the streets, he's maybe getting 500 rent a day. But now they recruit us as EPWPs for that one position and they split the money up 100, 100, 100. It's a problematic. Because what can I do with 100 bucks? What they are doing with the EPWPs, a permanent member, a permanent staff member for the city earns 500 rand a day. So what the EPWPs earn is 100 rand. So they will they will employ five people for that, to make that 500 rand for. Where they can employ us as individual permanent job to earn 500 rand a day. Why, why do we need to earn a, a 100 rand a day? And that doesn't make sense. And we do more. It's exploitation. If you look at it, they're actually using the EPWP workers. They are using them. They are using them to make sure that the the permanents have a much easier lifestyle. A comfortable lifestyle. A comfortable lifestyle. So why do they have to earn about eight to nine thousand rand, and your fourth night salary is only one five two thousand rand? So look at the gap, eight thousand to two thousand. Where's that six thousand? Do you get me? We get hurt. We we you covered for IUD, but you don't have medical aid. Anything can happen to you on the road. They are covered with medical aid and IUD. We don't have IUD. So what happens? You get injured and and it's very severe. IUD is not going to cover for everything. There's no medical. Saturday day you're going to sit at the public hospital waiting for hours and hours whether you could have been permanent, go to Malamed and get yourself sorted. It's basically you at your own risk. Even though this IUD, but you still at your own risk. So I fell by the pavement while working. They took me to hospital. It's IOD, injury on duty. The doctor put me off on the 6th till the 13th, which I didn't ask to fail. They pay me 600 rand. I pay a fortnight in two weeks' time. Where's my, the money that the doctor put me up? Isn't they supposed to pay me? I came here to the civic alone. I explained them my story. They say they're going to investigate. They never found me. So they, they're exploiting the people. If you hurt yourself in that EP contract, EPW contract, you're at home. If, if, if you got the concern to raise, they're going to send you at home. Three months, two months, who can build a life or a house for two months contract and then you must wait another three months. You can't build nothing with that. You can't even pay school fees. You must go in the morning and then you must sell. You work two weeks. 
two weeks you work, you wait another two weeks for that wages. It was holiday. Everybody in the city have them paid holiday fees, double pay. So if they have never paid holiday pay, but they work on that holiday. The conditions that they must work in, the clothing that they must wear, the dumpings they do, the stuff they get, it's, it's exploiting the people. These are the realities for workers in the EPWP. It is clear that things have to change. So what are people demanding? And stopping the EPWP programs. We want to, we want to have a permanent job. Because yeah, yeah. it's, uh, it's not a permanent thing. It's just a six-month contract and we can't survive with that six-month contract. After the six months, we become unemployed again. So it's a cycle that is not going, uh, giving us anything. Gonna stay at home and wait for the phone call maybe next year again. Another one month again. Sometimes it can be one month. If they call you, it can be one month contract or two months contract. Then you can go home and stay. Payment is 120 per day. But you are, we are working with the permanent staff. That permanent, that permanent one is earning 700. Maybe I'm doing an example. Is earning 700 per day. I'm working 120 per day. Doing one thing. Same job. We don't have benefits. We don't have nothing. If you look at it and you go out, you see most people with the orange sweaters. You, that's the only people you see. People with the orange sweaters, not the yellow ones. We are the we are the people that are doing the most. So we deserve also a job, just like the other individuals. And it was also said by by, by the marshals as well that um, if an EPWP worker wants to attend a a, a meeting, yes. It will be paid for, but according to us, when we when we came to the depot, it was no work, no pay. And we were sent home. And we were sent home as well. So how does that work? I mean, we are fighting for permanency and not for for anything else, and for, for jobs for each and every one of us, not for 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 fun. That's very important for our people here, because as you can see, how many people is here. We all stand together because we all desperate for those jobs. So these workers want jobs that are permanent and they're standing together to demand jobs not just for themselves but for everyone. They are demanding that they get paid properly for the hard work they do. So what kind of work do people perform under the EPWP? Keeping the community clean <laughs> and yeah. yeah, it's important that even the tourists must can walk in Kailicha or sit the Kailicha. Now it's clean, it's clean. Toilets, uh, you see? Right, everything. Beaches, the beaches are clean, there's no papers, nothing. Sweep the streets. Yeah. Cleaning the street, pick up this. Letter picking. Dead old dogs, we must pick up without a mask. I mean, we work so hard. I don't, I say thank you God for the work, but I mean if you feel what happened to your wages. I'm a sweet streets, I work shops that is required for me to work, early shops, whatever shops is, I must work, I work. We must work. And we work hard. It's not an easy job working for the EPWP cleaning street, cleaning drains is not easy. But we do it because we need to support our kids. So we also need the city to help us to provide for our kids. Yes, and there is a lot of jobs in the city. There is. Like you can, there's gardening. There's that meter reading. You can go to the graveyard. And um, park and forest. 
but they only apply people there for cleansing. You will find out uh, our townships are not dead. The people who are cleaning Cape Town and all of their places is our people. They have removed our people to the township, taking them to town, instead of allowing our people to clean their places. Yeah, so that they can even save, they can save money for the transportation and all of those things. And there's work to be done in the communities. If you look in the open spaces, the open fields, there's a lot of stuff to do. There's a lot of civics that's standing open. Then there's nothing happening in that civics. Now, you pay, you pay, you pay. There's one lady sitting at your door, but there's nothing happening in the civic. So there's nothing happening in the pools. Again, teach the children to swim, do something, equip the people, better their future. The work that the EPWP workers do is physically demanding and important. It is socially necessary work the communities require to function properly. The City of Cape Town identifies and creates these temporary EPWP jobs. But how do they decide who gets these EPWP jobs? And how do they decide who gets made permanent? Workers told us about the experiences of the system. Ten years on the waiting list for, for a job on the database for the city. Ten years, they didn't phone me once or SMS me once. But if you have people that working inside the city, they get the first privilege to get the jobs. You that waiting out, that's outside the city, you don't get a job. You don't get a work. Just go there to register for our names and surnames and phone numbers. Then they call us. Maybe after two years, because they don't call us immediately. Sometimes same people. They used to employ same people. Same, same, same. Maybe if you are lucky, after five years, they will call you. They say you must wait for database, but it doesn't go like that. I don't think so. They have their list, I think. You must take this one and that one and that one. You see, we don't understand. We want to know how does it work, the database. Because nobody can tell you how does it work. They say it's working randomly. People that applied yesterday, they getting jobs. You that's waiting 10 years back, still waiting. We want to know how does it work. It can't be randomly. If you, they say, if you're on the database, you must update your details. I did update everything, but I'm up till today, nothing has been said. This is 2020. How can you recruit people that's been on the databases for from 2015? They, they're answering people now that's on the databases since 2015, 2016. Uh, when are you going to come till 2020? Sometimes I can wait until six months. And then they will call me again after that six months and continue, continue working, which is, I don't know. You're looking for a job after this contract? So then the break is three months in order for you to sign another contract, but then you wait up to a year or two for them to even get back to you, hoping and praying for better days. Through God's grace, I can work for the city until 65 years. 
where they require that age until 65 years. But I see myself with the future with the city of Cape Town. But that's if they answer to me because I've been on a database for more than 13 years. The city system in deciding who gets what job has major problems. People spend ages waiting for a job or just to get feedback on the progress of their application. There is also a shared feeling of injustice due to favoritism and nepotism from city officials. People are prepared to fight all the issues they have already described to us. And so we asked, who are they taking this fight to? The one that should provide these, these jobs is the city manager, together with the mayor, Dan Plato. That's why we have write a number of emails demanding these jobs. We are not backing them. That city belongs to all who live in it. It's our city of Cape Town. That is not their city. We are doing that, yeah. So the city manager, together with Dan Plato, they must provide jobs for all. The government of Cape Town, the city of Cape Town, because uh, we're working for the city. We fight against the city of Cape Town because if you can give us a six-month job, which means you can give us a permanent job. The government must employ us and fill the positions that's available, not five people for one position. We're fighting against the city of Cape Town. We're fighting against the city of Cape Town because they got the authority to employ the people. They got them. There is jobs available. We viewed it already, but they try to vote out permanent stuff. So they can equip for all these people. There's enough money for jobs. It's budgeted. If you look at it, if you look at how much billions are budgeted, right? But then you look at the people that are permanent compared to the numbers that are on contract. Uh, that's also what I want to know. I don't know what is the government doing because there's fruits, there's veg, there's oils, there's everything, but. Where, where's the money? You don't see anything. We have to do this hard labor for peanuts. So why not employ the contract people that are actually doing the job every day? Instead of someone that knows a person, then they just fall in that position where we had contract and done most of the hard laboring work. So that's unfair. So that needs to stop. That needs to stop. And it can happen. Because we have money. It's not that um, South Africa is broke. There are money. The money is budgeted every year. But why must it be for contract works? We're paying tax, everything but yet. We are still not seeing where the money is going to. We need to make sure that the money that government gives are there for jobs as well. And there are consequences if jobs are not created. These voices from the streets have told us what they see, that there's work out there that needs to be done, that there are many people like them who are ready to work. And they went on to tell us what else they see happening. They told us about the consequences in their communities when there are no jobs. If you look outside, there's many children who are getting, like, they, they, getting involved with gangster stuff and all the things you see. And, and, and that's why the children from young ages go to prison. And it's not a normal thing. That's why we got gangsters. They steal. They do everything because there's no work. You see, give the people work. There's a lot of work here. The youth from South Africa, our youth go into drugs and all that stuff because there's no opportunity for our guys. They put our children down, really down. And I mean, they got matric, they qualifications, but they never enter where government posts is never. We understand. 
Because at the end of the day, once you leave school, you're telling yourself, I'm either going to university or I'm going to work. I need to start because we're all going to start family soon, one of these days. So we need a stability. At the end of the day, you sit three months, six months to a year at home, still unemployed, but you have a metric certificate. What then? Internships are there, but only for a select of you, which is also unfair. Internships should cater for top, bottom and middle. Not only for top and middle, what about bottom? My baby, my baby matriculated 2019. What's going to happen to her? There's no work for her. Because she, she passed with a diploma. Now what's going to happen to her? We're putting our names on the daughter every time. Every six months we must renew our names on the daughter. But unfortunately, we're not the lucky ones. We never get choose. Now what's happening to the daughter? Because they are so corrupt. Because their families come in, we never there. I'm talking about the city. Because their families come in, if you see, then... Our brothers in, our sisters, our sisters in, but we that work, contract, we never in, and I think God's truth, I think that's so unfair. How can the people be unemployed this year? The people with the skill, I, I tell you now today, they require a matric certificate from you. It's not that matric certificate that's going to empty that bin, that's going to sweep the, uh, the, the road. You see, now where, where is going to leave us? because you don't have a qualification. Other than that, you had maybe a bed, uh, you brought up badly, and, and, and uh, not like you wanted to be, I wanted to have this, I wanted to have that. I can't have that, because my people can't afford it. This episode is the second part of a trilogy. The three episodes illustrate the living and working conditions of working class people and their struggles for permanent employment. Stay tuned and look out for the next episode. Voices of the Streets bring you People's Struggles, a podcast published by the Alternative Information and Development Centre. 